0: Hey, thanks for listening to the best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You could look at the two teams that lost the championship games, the Lions and the Ravens, as teams that were close. If anything... You got to look at it. If if the Niners and Lions played five games, if the Ravens and Chiefs played five games, and let's just put football in the context of baseball, hockey, basketball, anything else, I don't think the Chiefs are winning every time. It's, how you feeling today? You getting some good breaks? Are your guys ready to play? So I think it's an interesting thought when a team loses a big game, people are quick to want to say, Well, you got to find the answers. It's just like got to get maybe change a quarterback position. You need to maybe uh, this coordinator needs to go. Everyone loves to make changes. Everyone's seeking a solution. And what I want to bring up today is the idea of sometimes there's not a solution. Right. Is there always a solution spot? I mean, in theory, (laughs) I don't think there is. Uh, Let me give you an example in my life. I've hosted a lot of bikini pageants, oh. beauty pageants. Dude, I made a good amount of side money over the years. Tell ho- us more. Hosting pageants or hosting events. A lot of times.
4: Pixar didn't happen.
0: A lot of times they'll I'll hear some girl being like, I placed top 10, but I didn't win. I'm just going to work out more and do this and that. And, and sometimes I wanted to say, I'm sorry to tell you. Oh boy. You're never going to win. Wow. You're just like you know Why is that rich? She's not Patrick Mahomes is why. Oh. Right? I mean, Patrick, sometimes
4: Patrick Mahomes is competing competing in beauty patterns? So,
0: again, thank you for totally trying to hijack my analogy and ruin it because it's a good one. Sometimes there's no answer if someone's elite. Look at the 90s in the NBA. How many guys did Michael Jordan prevent from winning an NBA title? You could go on that list all day. Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing. Carl Malone. Carl Malone. You could go on this list all day. Are you saying it's like Highlander? There can only be one? There can only be one. And sometimes when you run into a Patrick Mahomes, listen, Kyle Shanahan, I get it. I'm a Niners fan, but I know he has his work cut out. You better make a game plan of all game plans because on paper, you're probably the better team. But know what the other team has? Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. But Patrick Mahomes at
4: one point ran into someone that he beat. But he's at his elite point now, Spot. Right, but who's to say that someone else can't come in and but take down? But I'm saying if Josh, if Josh Allen, you become elite. If Josh Allen, you chop Allen, off the head of the
0: other guy. Yeah, I, think
4: this, you're, I think you're lost. Go get a cup of coffee and, and
0: think of this again.
5: I do need some <laughs> coffee. It is. A, I, I do think that it is a cheat code for what they do have in Kansas City in terms of the combination of Mahomes and Reed. And I think that we've seen when we've even in just in this short period of time in, you know, Mahomes lost to Brady and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Well, they were kind of their own cheat code with Belichick and, and Brady to some extent. It was there. There may be teams that hung around for a while the back in the day. But now look at how look at how quick the Bills climb like was. And then all of a sudden now this year we're like, oh, is that over? And. Then they jump to the two seed, but now we're wondering: all right, is that over? We're talking about Lamar and having that situation, and that could be all done. It's it's tough to beat the top dogs. I, in, as a golf fan, to see how many majors like David Duval maybe should have won, Ernie Yells should have won, because you played in the era of Tiger Woods. Like was-
0: there's. Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan. How many good baseball teams did, did the did the Yankees crush their dreams in the 90s? When the Yankees had their dynasty, they won, you know, 96, 98, 99, 2000. Every year, you know, you pretty much were telling other teams, I know you're good, but uh, you're just, I'm sorry, you're, you're playing in the wrong division
6: at the wrong time. Texas Dave? Rangers in the 2010s. Fantastic lineup. Yeah. How many, how many they had all those World no, yeah. Series runs, they didn't exactly get a ton out of it. And Tw- like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady's one we keep always coming yeah. back to. And I think something we've learned this year is Mahomes is just a different. We tried to make number two happen. We tried to say there's maybe a challenge to Mahomes this year. Look
5: there's really a, not. Look at how much the Bills fall off when things aren't going well. Oh. And mm-hmm. then look at, like, this is a down year for the Chiefs. And they're in the Super Bowl. Yeah.
0: It, it's, it's tough to always want to look for a solution and honestly I always bring it back to relationships jobs other things right in life sometimes the answer is not well we just need to we just we, we need to go fix this sometimes it's like run it back and hope you get lucky this happens in the NBA all the time a teams in the conference finals they lose in game seven and they're like wow well, we need to revamp or if you played another seven game series maybe you win
5: four three then sure I also think that guys are just wired differently, and like when we're talking about Tiger Woods, it's the you know the best of the best, the like mm. really the the true goat. And I bring up David Duval, and the point you made about the the women at the the beauty pageants and saying, "Oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that next year." David Duval went basically went through the big fitness push there was a note I remember hearing him say that he wouldn't even take a dinner mint from a restaurant that may have sugar after eating because he was so strict with his diet in trying to become fit in trying to become the top player. He finally breaks through in 2001 in 2001 and wins the open championship by the way his only champion only major mm-hmm. winning it afterwards he said is this it this is all there is. Like you know, in terms of winning it, yeah. But He had to do all of that to get one. And Tiger, you know, Tiger's now at fifteen for, for where he is. But it's also you got to be wired different, and not everybody is like that. I think, and I think Patrick Mahomes is is that in a way.
0: And, and that's what's scary because I genuinely think on paper, the Niners are a better team. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid equalize that whole narrative.
5: Yes. I do think that the Niners defense isn't as good as we think, and yeah, the Chiefs I defense agree. is better, but to your point of what San Francisco has on offense, yes, I agree with yeah. that.
0: Now, I do believe in uh, Spot, and Kavita always make fun of me, little windows. Uh, sometimes your team has a little window, and Dan Campbell alluded to it. Profet, I don't agree with it. I think the Lions have a, a run for a couple of years. Where no, they'll and be, he
6: said he didn't really agree with it either, but it's I it's think true he's, though. he's talking more to the reality of the guys on that roster right now, like... You turn, may never we, be we back. turn yeah. over like half to a third of an NFL roster in a given year. There's a lot of guys in that roster that just won't be back with the Lions this next year. Or if stuff happens, It's he's emphasizing how hard it is to get to this moment. Look and, at the 49ers
0: yeah. Chiefs four years ago. There's less than 20 players combined that were sure. in that Super Bowl. So you're right. turnover. so a lot of those guys won't be there. But when your team has a, quote, clear path or a, a less tricky path to get there, it's hard to... It's hard to get that again. Like, the Ravens this year, you could argue, stayed away from big injuries. Lamar was a, is going to be MVP, had his best year. Burrow, injury. Deshaun Watson, injury. The Pittsburgh Steelers, were, you know, we're winning, but don't have their quarterback yet. So, they, they had a window now. Like, it's time to dominate. If you're not going to win one in this
5: little window. When Zay Flowers fumbled yeah. for the Ravens, that was, that's not... It's not going to be your day. Yeah. They, they, and that's you, you feel the that? Gibbs, one. like it wasn't, there were a lot of, there was a lot of game left to play and the Lions had opportunities. But even, it. even the, ref, you know, the, the, the deflection off the face mask, there was still a penalty on that play as we talked about yeah. yesterday. There would have been, the 49ers would have gotten some yards. It's the, now it's a seven point game. If the Lions go down and score, no big deal. It's back to 14 points. Now you've just given them a short field and it's a seven point game. And that's yeah. where you just wonder if it's on your side.
0: Well, a reminder. When people are always looking for solutions on how's their team going to get better? How's this being fixed? Sometimes, it, sometimes it's timing and luck and all these things. And if you don't win in that little window, you're done. Run it back and hope for the best. Revamping everything doesn't always work. And listen, we talked about how sometimes you need to accept that you're just not good enough for something. And I just saw a headline about the Steelers. Hiring Arthur Smith as their offensive coordinator. Now you could argue, hey, maybe he's just not cut out to be a head coach in the NFL, but the guy could be a hell of a good offensive coordinator. There's a hell of a lot of great quarterbacks that have never won a Super Bowl, but they're great. Donovan McNabb, uh, Rich Gannon, Matt Ryan, Phillip Rivers, Bernie Kosar, Warren Moon, Randall Cunningham. Think of all the quarterbacks of our childhood. You had their starting lineup figures. You may have had their poster on your wall. Did they win? No, because only one person wins. That's the funny part about this. 32 teams, 31 sad stories, Dan Byer,
5: Yeah. Only one happy story. But I I think the unfortunate part of it is we do look at those quarterbacks or those players in a lesser window. Like, we do not put Phillip Rivers on the same level as those other quarterbacks. Peyton Manning, obviously Tom Brady's in a class – you know, by himself. I thought it's interesting that you mentioned Donovan McNabb because he was a name that I thought of recently. When you look at where Andy Reid is coaching wise, what he's done with the Chiefs, number one, I think it's interesting to now to find out if generations consider Andy Reed as A Chiefs head coach or an Eagles head coach?
0: Yeah, because now it's almost like, oh, interesting. It's like, is Mike Piazza a Dodger or a Met? Yes, (laughs) yes. And I
5: I think it's going to be overwhelmingly Kansas City because of the Super Bowls and, and the success. But I also wonder what that says about Donovan McNabb. Like, how good was Donovan McNabb as a quarterback if now you see what Andy Reid does all, with Patrick all Mahomes? Those, all
0: those NFC championships that were like, not quite. You sure. Know? All, those, yes. all those, like what, four or five, eight, like year after year, they would lose that NFC championship game. They finally got their shot, and as T.O. will say, Donovan McNabb sort of uh, tired out yeah. <laughs> at the end of the game. And listen, I'm a Syracuse University graduate. I, I watched Donovan my freshman year. I got to watch McNabb play in the Carrier Dome, and it was a thrill. I like McNabb, but maybe he was why Andy Reid couldn't win one there.
5: It's unfortunate, but that is part of the conversation and what happens, especially when you have. So it's not even current time, Rich, when you're talking about players not breaking through. It even affects guys in the past, because I think Donovan McNabb could be looked at in a different light. No doubt,
0: no doubt. Now, I wanted to bring this up real quick. My buddy, I saw him post on social media that he's having a big Super Bowl bash at his place. And he said, here's the ground rules. And I'm like, ooh, he's he's setting ground rules. When you have people over your place for a party or an event, lame or a fine way to set the expectation? Like when I had a few people over this weekend to watch the Niners-Lions, I made it very clear. If you come to my house, if you openly root for the Lions... You're not eating my food and drinking my drink. Get the hell out of here. But you said it to all of us half-jokingly. Yeah, didn't, but I was not joking. You, yeah, but you
7: didn't put it in writing on there was, social media. There
0: was a mom, one of my daughter's friends' parents, that a couple times was like, yeah, go Lions. And I was like, I looked at my wife and I said, Leons. I said, talk to her. I'm not even joking. I said, talk talk to her. (laughs) And my wife's like, my wife pulled her aside and was like, yeah, just give it a little throat slit. Like, yeah,
6: don't, it's America's team.
0: Yeah, don't, don't, don't be, uh, don't be doing that. Because I'm thinking, she's saying go Lions? She's drinking my drink? Eating my food? Nope. I think that's okay. But here's what my buddy said. He said, I'm having a Super Bowl party. We're going to be talking football. We're going to be loud and obnoxious. If you want to focus on commercials and the halftime show, this is not the party for you. And I'm thinking, do you set those expectations? Where is there more remorse when you choose the wrong show to watch with the wife or your girlfriend? Because, as you know, you have limited time. Everyone's working their ass off. A lot of people have kids. So if you actually get to sit down. Danny G, I know your life. The other day you were like, Danny was at my house. He had to leave. He's like, yeah, baby Coe is crying. I got to go.
7: Yeah, he's teething right teething.
0: now. Teething. So you have limited time with your wife, correct?
7: Yeah, very much so.
0: So- Picking the wrong show to watch when you have limited time, is that the worst feeling? Or when you go to a restaurant and you pick the wrong entree and you
4: see someone else Ooh. you're eating with? like,
0: <laughs> Damn it, I should have got the damn cheeseburger. I, I, what?
4: I never picked the wrong entree. <laughs> you're the greatest <laughs> so, guy. That's well, the correct answer. It's, Spot's it's the not, greatest guy. Well, I mean, with the TV
7: show, you can live to watch another yeah. show. But with the meal, you still have to pay that bill when it comes to the table. And if the food was not up to the quality or what you wanted and you made a bad choice, that's where you're feeling more regret. Oh right no!
0: We went to a, a steakhouse in Vegas once and I had that feeling of like, maybe I don't want red meat tonight. And I got sea bass, but I did not get Chilean sea bass. I didn't know there was a difference. And they brought out some like fish with the skin on it still. Oh, and I'm watching oh, oh, oh. Cavino and Spot. Eating. Yeah. And I'm watching Cavino and Spot eat like sweet ribeyes. And I'm like,
4: That's Whoa! the annoying thing about eating with Rich. He never, I've he, I've never been around Rich where he orders <laughs> something that he actually enjoys. <laughs> and then he's constantly trying to bargain with you. Like, hey, you want to be the feebath? How about we uh, f- <laughs> <laughs> like sea bath I'll, like, I'll, I'll give you half my sea bass for no, half I, of your yes. filet. When I sit down and I order, I uh-huh. order my meal for me the entire meal i ordered for me i don't do like split seas you're not my wife rich Rich is like macaulay colkin in (laughs) uncle buck where he's trying to trade at the lunch table right no
7: doubt
0: doubt. You'll, danny g you'll see it in vegas all week i'll be like yo danny let me get some of your uh we get some of your loaded tots i'll I'll give you a piece of my uh, my burger
6: i think danny's onto something that like you'll always live to fight another day with a with a show kind of like with dan campbell and being yeah. at the NFC title game, Stop you don't know if you're ever going to be back. All about the Lions. Don't know if you're ever going to be back at that restaurant.
0: Um, now the shows, well, I get it, and I, and I bring this up because we could all relate to the eating and ordering the wrong thing. Last night, I was like, "Tell my wife, I'm like, babe, I think I want to watch this documentary." And She goes, "But if we fall behind on the Bachelor, we're uh, never going to catch up." And I'm not the biggest bachelor guy but it is something to watch with the wife. I love the drama of You're all the, so the hot, all the, the hot girls fighting over the guy. I did you my, see that girl fly over the table? Spoiler what? alert. What? Dude, there was a girl. They played like <laughs> Now a I'm intrigued. Spot. They
7: said uh Okay, if you gonna, don't want this to be spoiled. Yeah. Plug your ears for a few and seconds. If, and if you're mad
0: about la. Fox Sports Radio spoiling The Bachelor, <laughs> yeah. punch yourself in the face. <laughs> Please. Um, Where is this? We
6: used to have a spoiler alert drop. Oh, here it is. Let's see this. Spoiler
8: <laughs> alert! Oh, there we go. Spoiler <laughs> alert!
0: They they said last night never whoever, been used. Whoever wants to sit next Good. to The Bachelor. During like the group date, we're gonna play musical yeah. chairs.
7: They were all dressed in wedding dresses. And they
0: were dressed in wedding dresses. There was this one girl who has an athletic background. And the bachelor is a tennis pro, so he's an athlete himself. This girl in a wedding dress leaps over the table to try to sit next to him. But like Yeah, like a
7: long jump. Like, like the body le- going over.
0: I think he, even though she didn't get the chair, spoiler, I think he was turned on by her athleticism. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah. I, listen, I... She won the private date, the, oh the one-on-one date. You're telling me you've never been turned on by a girl's athleticism? I saw my wife's like, slide once. I said, babe, we need another girl for co-ed softball. My wife's like, well, I don't really play because I'm competitive and I don't know. And I'm like, babe, you got to just play. My wife, like, slid head first. And I'm like, what are you doing? I'm very turned on. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was The Bachelor last night. But uh, while that does sound interesting, Spot. Nope. I'm sort of bummed because I chose <laughs> The Bachelor over something I think everyone in this room will want to watch. Did anyone watch The Greatest Night in Pop yet?
5: No. no. The no. Greatest
0: Night in Pop is an hour and a half documentary on Netflix. It's the story of We Are the World and how Lionel Richie got everyone from Michael Jackson, Cyndi Lauper, that We Are the World thing yeah, that was man. huge when we were little kids in oh, grade school, Dan was Big deal when that, we were little kids. That was everyone yeah. from Bruce Springsteen, Billy Joel... You know Willie Nelson. It was one night, and apparently they tell the unedited story of the one night where Lionel Richie and I believe it was uh, who was the guy to help Harry Belafonte. They put together one night to get this done for kids in Africa. Right? Wasn't it after
4: an award show like the Grammys? It was or after something? the Grammys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, so everyone and, was in town for it.
0: But to wrangle forty-three, I believe, superstars and say we're all doing this together, much like a much like sports and movies, where sometimes you tell someone like. Oh, we're going to get that guy? And you're lying, but you say that just because, of, well, if that guy's doing it, I'll do it. Yeah. And I feel like I should have watched that last night. But if you need something to watch tonight and you're just anxious for football in two weeks, I know we got to wait. we got the Pro Bowl this week. But if you're anxious for something to watch, if you're a fan of music and sports, which I feel like a lot of people are, the greatest night in pop looks well, like it's something we'd all watch.
5: My wife sent me a TikTok about it. So that is like we have to watch it. And we didn't watch it last night because it was Four hours of T Rex Ranch. Like that was oh. not coming off the TV. Yes, <laughs> but are you, are you watching? It, do you watch? Uh, does your son watch Dinosaur Train? <laughs> Dinosaur <used> Train. <laughs> I know that song Dinosaur very well. Dinosaur Train. Uh, PBS. Yes, I know that. We're big dinosaurs. But last night it was. I couldn't even watch Texas and Houston were playing in a in a in a in a tight college basketball game. Doc Rivers was making his debut as Bucks head coach and it was just not coming off the TV. Well,
0: for all the dads out there, you could compromise and watch the cricket episode of Bluey, which is awesome. <laughs> the cricket episode, which by the way, anyone in the room understand the rules of cricket because I don't. No, I don't get it either. Oh, no, good. but but it looks fun.
8: Paulie Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo.
4: You know, as the host of the number one rated Paulie and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah,
6: it. listen to this. Dear Paulie and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most oh, terrible. Oh, wait, not that wait, one. Why?
4: Uh, open this other one.
6: Dear Paulie and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. Wait. Try this one. Dear Paulie and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At Coming up with the stupidest takes possible. You know what? Forget,
4: what know those what? forget say. this. Just listen to the Foley and Tony Fusco show on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah.
0: Kavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio. Now, there is a sentiment going around, and I did say that I was going to denounce my support of Taylor Swift until after the Super Bowl as a 49ers fan.
7: Yeah, I think I titled one of the podcasts yesterday, Rich Renounces His
0: Swiftiness. So, Danny, can you read the the message going around? Because I think this is pertinent. Because, listen, while I'd love to say, life is football. I sound like the guy from Ted Lasso. Life is football. Football is life. While I'd like to say, Because I did say this the other day, outside of my family and job, the 49ers are up there on my priority list. I know, yeah. You did say that. Because I feel that way, Spot. I'm I'm being serious. Other than my kids and wife and my job with you guys, what else do I care about? And I'll be honest, your sports alliances are probably high on that list. Now, Taylor Swift, it's fun that everyone piles on, like, they show her too much. We discussed the other day how a bunch of grown men are sad about 24 seconds of Taylor Swift over a three and a half hour broadcast. In fact, Danny G, before you yeah. read the the meme, I you saw I saw another one. You know, what, read read your read your message first. Okay. I saw a few of these.
7: Yeah, I saw this one about fifty different times on Facebook over the past two days. It says this: "Shake it off, fellas. Your daughters are watching you hate Taylor Swift for supporting her boyfriend and hearing you complain about her taking sixty seconds of airtime out of a three hour game. What they hear." Be smaller, be less, do better.
0: I did I listen, Taylor Swift, lover a
7: picture of them on the field together in that meme.
0: Lover or hater. To be so like oddly mad about it makes me think you're a weirdo. Um in fact I saw another meme, did you see this one? It said uh elephants are born. This is a fun fact, by the way. Elephants are born weighing two hundred and fifty pounds. Same. They are the biggest babies on earth except for the people mad at Taylor Swift being on TV <laughs> <laughs> also, also 200 yeah. um and I said yeah those guys are easily that
7: koa was 150.
0: I I saw another one and it was rg3 who is hit or miss I feel on a lot of his takes I like rg3 he said uh good for you Travis and Taylor you got to be a real hater type of person to see two people like this happy and think I don't like it When you really break it down, it's a a woman that's a good role model for your daughters, and she's supporting her dude who's a star athlete. She's on television for 20 seconds here or there. I'm fascinated how the level of hate. Now, trust me, I think the Chiefs losing will be fantastic in the Super Bowl because my Niners will win, and it'll probably give her – losing losing is better content for a song than winning. So if you want a good Taylor Swift song, uh, Swifties, root for the loss – there's a better song in the works about consoling your heartbroken boyfriend than celebrating his win. So I think Swifty should be ruined for that. But isn't there something to be said about it's odd that we're mad at love?
7: Yeah, and I, I understand how some people have fatigue over this. It, some of it is that same crowd though that says, I never watched one episode of Game of Thrones. Some of that crowd. yeah, It's the it crowd is, that says, I
5: never yes. watched Friends. Yeah. That's a really
7: good observation. Wait a second. Yes. It is some of that crowd. But the little bit of pushback I have on this do better meme, they're talking about your daughter watching the game with you and hearing those thoughts about Taylor Swift. Well, my wife and I, we have a 13-year-old daughter, Chloe, and She's never near the football games, and the reason why is because she has been force-fed all these stupid TikTok tutorials on makeup the past couple right? of years. Uh-huh. She is locked in the bathroom, putting on this expensive Sephora makeup, so she's not there to watch the football game with us. So, all you ladies doing the stupid TikTok makeup videos, do better.
0: Uh, well, Danny, but, but based on the Taylor and all that, I saw another meme that said, well, God forbid, dads, your daughter wants to hang with you and watch football
4: for a few yeah. minutes
0: and maybe get a glimpse of her it's, hero.
4: I, like I, I think it's that it's the idea of celebrity has always been kept separate from the idea of sports. When if you really look at yourself as a sports fan, you're just I, I you know, uh, idolizing I, these
0: I, gladiators on the field. But it hasn't. I did but you're go- just as bad. Spot, <laughs> Colin Cowherd made a point today and uh, he took the words right out of my mouth because I feel like I said it first. But Colin made a point today to say stars. Stars attract stars. No, he made it a point to say quarterback in we've never had we've never had a problem with spike lee jack nicholson we never had a problem with drake hanging with the raptors we never like when it's a dude let's be honest and i you know i roll my eyes many a times when like some sexist card is pulled out but the truth is why are we mad at a young woman that's rooting on her guy but we're but like
6: we're cool yo. spike lee bring it more for god's sake we we draped m&m over every detroit game
4: this, po- this post, this postseason, slightly different element. Why? Because Why? it's a player's significant other, and he flips everybody off.
0: Yeah, but well, I mean, he's right. I mean, I thought it was really it's cool. Not a, it's I thought a it was fan- cool to. I thought it was cool to see Eminem. But you I, know what? I also don't mind. I don't mind seeing Taylor Swift cheering on Travis. But when I saw Eminem giving the Niners fans a finger, I was like, "That's awesome." It How comes, do you not like that? It,
6: it comes back to this because this is the other argument you always hear that this is a reified space. For men to ignore the other things. By the way, my sister does makeup tutorials, and that's perfectly fine. You it's got YouTube to perfectly... battle it out in there. You, YouTube, yeah. No, it's, no, it's, it's fine. It's, she's she's, you she's and Danny. learned a lot of, she's been able to teach a lot of cool things. There is this idea that somehow sports are a kind of reified space for when you focus on sports, that's the only thing you want, and you don't want things coming in from the outside to interrupt your. I don't want to call it even a male event, but like, I mean, 50% of the audience for the NFL is female at this point. But like, there's this idea that there's a magic circle. The only thing that comes into the magic circle is sports. Anything from the outside is evil and flawed, but that has never been the way it's been. It's never been the case. It is a selective hearing that we are doing. And only now are some people who will, because you will have people who are going to call in and say that I watch sports to get away from everything else. That's, okay cool like but why is thinking. this such a ruining thing I don't think this is something that has broken the space I just dis- just disagree with the yeah. theory about it that this is something for 20 seconds that will eliminate everything else of your enjoyment of the game it's a small little it's a small annoyance if it does annoy you but it's very easy to I, tune what out but if it's, it's annoying signal- you I, I'm gonna go out on a limb
0: and say if it annoys you
6: you're, you're, <sighs> I'm being
0: if, if this if Taylor Swift annoys you Probably haven't got much ass in your life. You're probably a guy that doesn't like women, and you're probably a guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're
4: you're project you're, you're
0: probably uh, you, you hate love. Uh, yeah, you you're, hate pro- love. you're projecting your own unhappiness like, you, you on hate this situation. Love. No, one picturing hating People, Taylor Swift. But, some fu- ooh, I didn't say it. I almost said it. Some freaking guy. I'm picturing some freaking guy sitting there with. Buffalo dip in his belly button, Ooh, eating chips good. like oh, Mary Taylor Swift. Like what? You-
5: mm. People
0: that get aggravated by this are people that don't have love. The end.
5: <laughs> I, I think people have hated on love though for a long time. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Th- like there's, you know, I know it's TV, but Ross and Rachel. You know, I like <laughs> like just hate th- on. It th- was annoying to well, me. They were just annoying. Yeah, like like that. You're like I, I like them better apart. I think that you know. I've just said, it, and I've said it all along, my wife has been interested in football. She tried organically when we were first together to catch on, but now this has brought her in, and so she is – Good. Interested about it. So that's been a positive. Love and is, uh, sorry. What I'll take from it. Love
6: is emotional. It's scary. And I think kind of, again, going on this idea that you have this space in sports that's supposed to be like male, like there's this idea that anything that isn't a toughness is somehow evil and infecting. And I'm sorry, it's not. How about like, this?
4: I, Love. How about this? Love we, is blind. So don't show her. Well, Move on. Love love <laughs> is a many splendor like, thing. We, we, we
6: champion this idea. It's like, oh, I'm tough. I'm not going to show emotions. I'm, I'm going to act like I'm too cool for school. Screw off with all of it.
5: Like, it's so but awful. If Taylor Swift was not dating Travis Kelsey but was born in Kansas City... And a Chiefs fan, and a diehard Chiefs fan, huh. would we have that same sort of thing? Because that's, that's interesting. Right. I think they, that's what you're saying is maybe a little bit to the different than the Eminem thing. Y- is yeah. That? yeah, yeah, like that's fandom. Yeah, this okay. is like that's
4: another thing too. It's almost like she's now a bandwagon fan because her she's boyfriend's dating on the, team. the star.
6: Yeah, she's still a bandwagon <laughs> no. fan. Sorry, she's ma- not 80, a true Chiefs fan. Eighty percent of Chiefs fans are bandwagon uh, fans at this point. The Chiefs were awful yeah. for so so like long. Like the fact that oh, like, actual Chiefs fans
7: have to be like, I like the Chiefs. Before Taylor Swift. She's a rookie sensation, man. She hasn't had to go through the dozens of years of, you know, hating your life because your team loses.
4: Exactly.
0: All right, Danny G, let's get into this. NFL trivia, what you got?
7: Yeah, Super Bowl trivia time as we close in on Super Bowl 58. Going to test your big game knowledge here. Here are the contestants. Rich Davis.
0: Yes, sir. Let's go.
7: To my right, Dan Byer. All right. Let's do it. Spotty boy. Oh, hey. And looking to win a CNR stainless steel swiggy on our studio lines, Matt in Miami.
0: Yo, what's up, Matt? What's up, Matt? Let's go. Yeah. Let's go,
7: trying Matt. Trying to win you one of these fancy water bottles. Sorry about your dog.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> nice.
1: Matt,
7: uh, what do you do for work there in Miami?
0: I do payroll at the U. At the U. Cool. Payroll. Hey, right. I was going to say, he's, he's like, I booty, he, I booty watch. He said, at the
7: U.
5: NIL, <laughs> well, you know, his job's yes. gotten a lot more difficult. You know, that oh, yeah. is true. Uh, that is true. Yeah, a couple all of right. years. All Good right.
7: luck, Matty. Let's go. Yeah, here are the rules for Super Bowl trivia. The first contestant with two correct answers is the champ. If there's a tie, we have a tiebreaker question. Your name is your buzzer, but you do have to wait until all three possible answers are read. If there's two wrong answers in a row, we move on to the next question. Are you ready? Born ready. Let's go. All right. Trivia question number one. In 1970, who became the first singer to ever perform at a Super Bowl halftime show? Oh, A, Chubby Checker, B, Doug Kershaw, or C, Carol Channing? Mm, Rich.
0: (sighs) Rich.
5: Miami. Well, Uh, Rich got
0: in first. You know what? I feel like we were doing the twist with Chubby Checker. You would be... Wrong. Oh. Yes. <laughs>
7: oh, I mean.
0: Well, Matt Matt chimed in.
7: Yeah, Matt. Yo, Matt, what do you got? Uh, Matt, for the, the steal. Answer
0: is, the answer is B.
7: You think Doug Kershaw?
6: I know it was Kershaw.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I know it. Give him a bottle just for selling it. I right? Know. I was you know convinced. Oh, I love yeah, the, I uh, like this guy. I believe like it. Matt.
7: Love the confidence. It was Carol Channing, though. Super Bowl IV in New Orleans, she sang when the Saints go marching in.
0: Yeah, that seems like, oh, that's like the worst halftime show. I <laughs> mean, yeah, the
7: worst. It got better, because prior to that, it had just been some marching bands. All right, here we go. Super Bowl trivia question number two. What team has the only shutout in Super Bowl history? A, the Cowboys in Super Bowl six, mm-hmm. B, no team. There's never been a shutout. Oh, or C, the Steelers in Super Bowl nine.
0: Rich, Rich. Uh, B, no team. Correct. Yeah. Oh, Rich
7: gets on the board.
0: I feel like could I guess that the lowest was the Rams with three. Remember the when the Patriots yeah, oh, beat yeah. the Rams a times that Goff Rams team. Also, they put up a, a field goal and that's it.
7: Also, uh, Dallas beat Miami twenty four to three. So, yeah, a couple of times uh, teams finished with just a field goal. No shutout ever, though. All right, we move on to trivia question number three. Rich is the only one on the board so far. Who was quoted as saying every game I've ever played, regardless if it was preseason or Super Bowl, meant the same to me, and I laid it all on the line? A, Jerry. You got to wait for the the multiple (laughs) choice here. A, Jerry Rice. B, Brett Favre, or C, Walter Payton? Matt. Matt.
1: Let's go Favre.
7: Brett Favre, yes. Wow.
5: Wow.
7: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Matt gets on the board. All right, Rich, Matt, on the board as we go to number four. I'm excited. All Super Bowls considered, that's all Super Bowls, not just modern era. Oh. What is the average length?
0: Heidi. The oh, no, okay. The Heidi. Oh.
7: What is the average length of the national anthem? A 1 minute and 43 seconds B 1 minute and 50 seconds or C 1 minute and 59 seconds uh, Spot spot
4: 159
5: No Oh sucka. damn Buyer for the steal I guess A Yes wow ah! Buyer
7: Buyer is on what, what the board What just happened Overall, it's an average of 143. But just since Whitney in Super Bowl twenty-five, it's increased by 14 seconds. Yeah, I, th- oh,
0: I always man. thought it was
4: a little bit longer. I, yeah. pi-
0: I picture Whitney. You know, as we all know, this year, Reba McIntyre with the anthem. And Post Malone. I'm excited for him to do America the Beautiful. You guys in Post Malone. I love Post Malone. <laughs> I, I love it. And I like uh, Reba, too. He does have the voice of an angel. <laughs> I mean, I'm, a,
7: I'm, a, I'm a fan of face tattoos, I guess. Man, we've got a good battle here. Rich, Matt, Bayer, all on the board as we go to number five. What was the coldest field in Super Bowl history? A, Super Bowl 48 at MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. B, Super Bowl 8 at Rice Stadium in Houston. Or C, Super Bowl 6 at Tulane Stadium in New Orleans? Matt. Matt for the win.
1: Let's go, Rice.
7: No. Damn. Fire for the steal and the win. Tulane. Yes, oh,
1: wow. there you go, DB. D-B. Dan
0: fire walks off with the W. A uh, Danny, good Always. decoy, good decoy with the Met Life <laughs> yeah. that that, yes. that game and the, that that seemed like the obvious answer. But I remember thinking it wasn't that cold that day. It was like a mild day for that Super Bowl. Yeah, New Orleans. It was a windy 39
7: degrees, balmy, and uh, both Tom Landry and Don Shula in that game wore suits.
5: <laughs> it's kind of crazy.
0: Ooh. Well, thanks for playing, Matt. We appreciate you, buddy.
5: Great right, job. God bless you guys. Yo, have a good one. Great job, Matt. That's the that's the standard for bringing it. Yeah, Not I that s- others haven't, but I loved what Matt brought. We yeah. can, we I can believed be, we can every be, answer he gave. We yes. can be
0: honest. A guy when Matt, if every caller had that enthusiasm, <laughs> thank you, Matt. Oh, when he guessed Doug Kershaw, I had to double-check my list. I thought I got it wrong. <laughs> Yo, DB, you and I uh, have had the honor of both, you know, we've worked for different networks, and you've been here. I was at SiriusXM for those years. We've been to a lot of Super Bowls. Does any stand out as, wow, that city was surprisingly awesome? Because I have an answer. I do, too. And I think we have the same answer. Yeah. Spot and I are in agreement that, uh, and no offense to the city, I not that I had a low expectation, but Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> Indianapolis? Is, yes. Yeah. Really. Why, why was it so fun? I, they, they really
5: figured it out. Number one, it was very nice weather that week, mm-hmm. kind of like New York for what you would expect. Plus it's a great city for hosting things. It's why they host so many Final Fours. Everything is centralized and there are ways where you don't have to go outside because everything's connected and everything is downtown. Yeah, I think Indy is the uh, In- the runaway.
0: Indy's a great answer. Nice. And as far as like the weakest, I think we both would say New York. New York was so weak. But <laughs> like, like, you, you know what it is? Because it, it, you I didn't, didn't feel anything. Spot you pointed out cities that could exist without right. a big event. That's why I'm curious about Vegas, because yeah, Vegas did too. that F1 thing that sort of failed at first, and then they recovered. Yeah. I'm very curious how Vegas will handle everything going on, and, and don't judge me for this, because I was looking for things to do while we're there, because we're going to be there with a, We're there for a week. Being in Vegas a week takes a lot out of you, I would imagine. I started looking up like shows, <laughs> and concert tickets are not Expensive because I think they're competing with all the events and parties. Oh, okay. Like, I went to see
4: how much Kelly Clarkson is—eighty bucks. See Kelly
0: Clarkson. How much as you two at the
4: Sphere. <laughs> I'm gonna look at that too. Yeah, I, it's difficult. Like I felt that same the same way about when it was in New Orleans, because New Orleans has its own vibe as well. When a city's bringing a vibe, sometimes the Super Bowl vibe can get lost in the mix. True. I'm a good runner up to
7: Indy. Atlanta was a really fun Super Bowl city.
4: You were just hanging it.
0: Magic City. No, I didn't get <laughs> getting to go those I went no, there. The, the, I left like, smelling like lemon pepper wings <laughs> and cocoa <laughs> butter. Like,
4: Miami was fun, but Miami was fun not because it was the Super Bowl. Miami was just fun. <laughs> yeah, Miami's just like, yo, that's right. It this is a Super good Bowl spot. tip.
5: Yeah,
7: it uh, really it is. is. Well, the, the, um, really quick, the aquarium in Atlanta, that's where the NFL had their big party Oh sure. for the week, and this guy was standing in the middle, acoustic, singing a Tom Petty song, and this big whale was like floating over his head, and I'm like, where
0: are we right now that's awesome it was, well, it was cool listen just to remind they're starting next week a lot of your shows here at fox sports radio we'll be bringing it live from vegas so we'll be having a lot of big nfl stars on retired hall of famers lots of
7: good stories lots, like you stalking uh brock purdy in the stairwell well, last season i already got Not the. This year i already
0: got the agenda night one danny if you want to go grab some dinner and head over to the the media center I feel like we got to talk to some Niners. I at least do. You can talk to the Chiefs if you want <laughs> I feel like you're going to be screaming at him. It's me. Brock. Remember <laughs> it's me. me! That's up for you to decide. But uh, we're going to see her at the Super Bowl. She's making that trip from Hapan, from Japan. that Saturday. Uh, uh, Kavino and Rich, that's us. Fox Sports Radio. Kavino will be back in a couple days. Thanks for picking up the slack. Dan Byer, Spotty, Danny Jeep. Something I wanted to bring up before we got out of here, and it has to do with Elon Musk. But let's say what's up to Jim in Boise. Home of the potato drop. What's up, Jim? Yes, uh, we see it's also called the City of Trees. The City of Trees. No. I'm no. more fascinated that on New Year's Eve you actually drop yeah, a big that's... potato. All right, go on. should that embrace is, that. That.
1: That, is pretty, uh, that is a pretty strange thing. But um, So I was a Chiefs fan, um, but I like Brock Purdy now. He is, the only people that understood his talent were the uh, Niners GM and then his uh, college football coach overlooked him and
0: he's proving them all wrong right now. Yeah, I mean listen, I you know me, Rich Davis, 49ers fan, have always supported Brock when he took over for Jimmy, I was like, hey, this is our guy now, I guess. I you know, I'm, I'm always a supportive guy of my team, but I think the difference where it's hard now to just say game manager because that's the narrative for the last year and I get it, you know, Shanahan's system anyone can do it. <laughs> Danny, you have to admit, some of the runs and scrambles. Listen, he doesn't have the legs of a Lamar or Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, but he's. Yeah, he's looks like a some, water bug. He's, as, as George Kittle said, he looks like that little lizard running across the water, but he gets it done. It's hard to argue that Brock Purdy is leaps and bounds better Dude. than what the Niners had with Jimmy G. And I liked Jimmy G when he was on the team, but the, he just adds a layer that Jimmy G never had. He's more accurate than Garoppolo, and he's got more. More abilities outside the pocket than Garoppolo, so hey, I'm excited. We'll be there, and we'll be bringing you all the love from Las Vegas next week. Now, before we get out of here, this is a a fun yet dumb thought. Today, there's news that I'm surprised is not bigger news. We're more worried about uh, <laughs> we're we're more worried about dumb headlines. Something like this comes down the pike, and no one talks about it. Elon Musk, they've implanted the first human with Neuralink. Now, that's the thing where they put the chip in your head. It's over. And you could now control phones, smart devices, and computers with your thoughts. The first person got this installed, and it went successfully.
7: Even more booties are going to show up on your phone.
0: And I'm thinking, (laughs) my first thought was, all right, step one in us all becoming robots. But step two, I think sports. We work for Fox Sports Radio. In the future... You know how we had the whole PED generation in baseball, you know, steroids, and we players are tested. What are, what's the sports stance going to be on chips in your brain? It sounds like the dumbest question but we're not far off. Have you seen AI? Have you seen Yo, what they always say technology and legislature is never on the same page. That Taylor Swift those leak photos where the AI made made it look like she was doing dirty things. Congress is on that because they have to start making laws for AI. I just wonder how will the sports world respond if some guys like, yeah, I'm getting a neuro head implant.
5: It will only be allowed for quarterbacks and defensive signal callers. They will be the only ones. Fred
0: Warner's allowed <laughs> to have
5: <laughs> say
7: it should be banned for the players, but how about the officiating crews? Wouldn't mind
0: them having chips in their head. Like, imagine if there's a quarterback sure. who, you know, a la Kyler Murray, who doesn't want to read his playbook, or should, I'm sorry, or should I say Jamarcus Russell, right? Guys that, uh, Johnny Manziel, guys that didn't want to do the homework. What if it was like, don't need to do the homework, <laughs> chip, they download info? It sounds preposterous, and it might be the dumbest thing you've heard on Fox Sports Radio in a year's. But spot, wasn't it ten years ago that on our SiriusXM show I said in the future we're gonna have chips in our head, and you yeah. guys laughed at me. And you'll be thinking of like calling people, and you'll call them. Yeah, you did say that. I said it, and you guys mocked me.
4: Like, there's Rich. Well, mm. oh, you're gonna have chips in your head. I mean, and where are we, bro? Like, we started the show by talking about the advancements but in what technology. Does this chip
6: do? Like, like, but, like, the, it's You're going to be a, of Elon Musk, and it's about what it can do. But what does it do right now? And this is the problem with Elon Musk: he sells you weird crap in the Stop future. This it, is no, not about he, Elon he Musk. Showed, he showed a robot on a stage. It's like, have you this seen is the a new robot Tesla truck? And it's someone I want, who's I want. dancing. It's yeah. a break dancer. It's not actually a robot. The, this guy just lies about everything. Well, yeah, I'm we, sorry, per, we I can't thought, trust until no, I see it.
4: We thought we'd never see a, cy- a Cybertruck on the road, and there are Cybertrucks on the road. Uh, so it's it. What what it does is it's a little chip that's implanted, and it has. Little uh, things that come out and are inserted in your brain. Yeah, you send signals to a Bluetooth device that's decoded, and it allows you to control things.
0: You could think it. I could think. I don't even have to say a lot. I be like, I call this actually. In my, my mind, it could work? be. Like, in my mind, I could be like, um, call Danny. The only thing that that's that coming out dial, of link is a
5: lot a of jetty Say it again, Dan. Was that a butt dial or was that a chip dial? Yeah, I'm, a I'm dial. sorry. A chip dial.
0: Oh my god! Imagine every time you thought about someone, they got like like an X or something. Like, <laughs> oh, just, uh, turn it off.
6: But, hey, just, just something yeah. to throw out there that you could hate them all you want, Profet. It's but not hate. It's like literally show me the baby already. Steve Jobs at least showed you something that was done. Uh, have you seen the Tesla truck? Have you seen the Tesla? Have okay. Seen, I mean, that's a car. Now we're talking about like sci-fi stuff. You actually have to show it works, well, not just say, oh, well, I put um, this well,
0: in the well, head. Well, today was day one, Profet, so stand by for action. It was the, the, the first successful
4: yeah, Neuralink. First was put into someone's head? Yeah, it's the first human clinical trial,
5: so we'll see. Who gets into the Hall of Fame first, a chip user or a steroid <laughs> yeah, user? You know. That's what I want to know. I'm the chip you user. Yeah. Chip, yeah, yeah. Thought, I was, thought I was a guinea pig when I had LASIK eye surgery no. back Harry
6: in the Bonds day. never put a chip in yeah. his head. Yeah. I'll tell you what. uh But never Pete Rose.
7: Are
5: the Boz glasses coming back for the Super Bowl, Danny? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, they
0: are. You know, um Jay Stew, who is the producer for Doug Gottlieb, he just had that- uh, the ear cochlear. surgery, the, yeah. the cochlear, Coch- yeah, and yeah. let me tell you, talk about the advancements. In all, when we were kids, you think that was happening? We are. Yeah. It's. Oh,
7: spoiler alert! One of the girls on Bachelor has it.
0: I know. He said, you know, he said he brought it to him. It brought him to a tear. I'm not, I, I'm. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. He told me that. It made him emotional. Listen, medical advancements, wild these days. So, hey, how will it affect sports? Who knows? We'll see you guys tomorrow. Until then, arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Thank you, Danny.